If you've been considering therapy or you're really stressed out, you're really worked up, I have got a solution that will cause you, it cost you a fraction in both time investment and money investment in bettering your mental health. And if you have kids in your house under the age of five, you probably have already have all the tools you need to do this at home therapy. We'll explain today. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update Packet with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, February 6th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for cheeseburgers. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Yoga On Demand. Why? <laughs> I <laughs> Callie said that, and they gave me a look that basically said, are "Ask you me ask why." Me? Yeah. Um, I just think it's neat. Like, I think I do miss going to my gym, but there's also something about if I only have 45 minutes in my day and I don't have time to drive somewhere, which I rarely ever do. Um, I just love being able to like run in our bedroom, lock the door, turn the TV on, do a workout, and it doesn't feel like. You know, do you think you work out harder in a group setting though? I don't know. As opposed, cause you can, cause you're being judged, you know? Well, I think it was different. I think I would have said yes before the, before I had Ellie, Yeah. but as weird as this sounds, like since I'm, I'm much more insecure about the way I look post Ellie and I think I would be distracted by other people. Because I would be paranoid that people were staring at me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I know that sounds so silly and it's all in my head, but I think I work out like more clearly and unimpacted by other people when I'm at home. I don't think it's silly. And I will tell you that I have never taken any sort of group fitness class for that reason. Because you're insecure? Yes. About looking dumb? Yeah. About not knowing and which is so stupid because everybody no matter what anybody does ever there's been a time when they didn't know yes everybody right? has a first day everybody has a first day but i have ne- i i my brain you've is, never taken a group fitness class in your entire life never not Clo- even when you were training for the triathlon you i was going to say stuff. i was going to say the closest i've ever come to it was during the triathlon s- stuff mm-hmm. um did you feel more comfortable in that group because everyone was starting essentially at the same level? Like no one was an expert. Everybody was like, yeah. And there was only eight of us, I think, yeah. you know? Um, so, so that, but that would be the closest, but it's an, it, I, my brain lacks the part where I can look at someone doing a dance move and replicating it. As a matter of fact, I believe that part of my brain has been installed backwards. I feel like when I was in my mom's belly and all of the cells were coming together, that part, that part of the jigsaw puzzle that said, oh, he could look at someone and mimic their dance moves or do what they're doing or replicate it. uh, 
So you don't think you'd be able to follow a workout video? It it just wasn't disappeared. It was turned backwards. And then the rest of the cells got together and just pounded it in place. So you don't think that you can follow an online group fitness class? No, I can't. If I cannot, I, if you, if I don't believe that, if trust me, I feel like you have convinced yourself that you're a lone wolf. No. And that's just what it is. I can't. This is not about the fitness class. This is about I physically cannot replicate the moves that someone shows me. The only way I can come close to do it is if you stand in front of me, but we're facing the same direction Mm -hmm. and I can just mimic but I can't do it. So weird. It's the weirdest thing because it's not, I just can't do it. That's so weird. And I'm fascinated by it. when, when, when TikTok was all about dances, I was so fascinated by the people by, by, I, I just thought it was, I just felt like they were just so t- talented and there was zero chance I could ever do that. And I'm envious of it. Yeah. Interesting. Things I did not know about Jeff Dollar. Learn something new every day. Friday, I went to my favorite consignment sale. This is the third time I've been. It's a thing. It's a chain, like a, not a chain, but like a franchise. Oh, it is? Yeah. So they have them all over the country. So if you, I actually, yeah, I actually sent it to their website link to Kelly and Liz from Carpool because Kelly is like obsessed with consignment. Yep. Um, And she does like thrift miss where she buys all of her kids Christmas gifts at thrift stores. Um, But sometimes with thrift stores, you can go in, there could be nothing there. You know what I mean? It's like finding hidden gems. This place is like gems all over the place. It's called like, I think it's, they pronounce it like Ray Lana's. And I got so much cute stuff, really. I got her little like spring clothes and Easter dresses and all of the dresses that I got are like, I don't know, probably six to eight bucks, which is really cool. But I nailed it with the toys. For, um, for selfish reasons. Cause I know one of the toys you bought was just for you. And then one of the toys that you bought for, for her, she has not stopped playing with it. So I bought her one if of she's, those. If she's awake, she's playing with it. I, the one she really likes is I got her for 25 bucks. I got her one of those like little Fisher price kids cars. Fisher, I had one when I was little tykes. That's a brand of Fisher price. It is. I think so. No, it has the same logo. No. Oh, it's not Fisher price and little tykes are the same. I don't know. Can you <gasps> Google it? Do you have your phone? No, but you do Google it. Um, so I got her, I one of those that, little cars. Did you have one of those when you were little? No, I had Hot Wheels. My and I had the Hot Wheel that had the handbrake, so you could do spit outs. It was, I think, called the Big Green Machine or something. Hmm. Do, 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 do. I thought Fisher Price and Little Tykes were competitors. Yeah, they may be. Yeah, it's not the same. Weird. Okay, I always thought it was. But there, I know what you're saying because they're the same colors. Yeah, it's the, the same, same. The same kind of boxy look. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was a rapper, I w- my rapper name would be Lil Tyke. <laughs> and I okay, would, the and cozy I would, coupe, the toy car, yeah. the whatever. It was released in 1979. Perfect. So it's been around for a minute, and I guess it's owned by. I'd be a rapper. Rubbermaid now. Newell Rubbermaid now. Lil Tykes is. Yeah. Got it. Um. 
I would roll out on stage in that car. I'm sure you would. Would but it'd be a adult version. Yeah. I would buy an adult version of that as a golf cart with the eyes on the front. The eyes are new. They didn't have, have that when I was a child. Are you sure? Not on mine. Mine oh. was like the red and the yellow with the yellow top. Yeah. You know, it's like a Flintstone car for kids. Yep. Because they do their little feet. She loves it. Um, it is funny to see what she's picked up from us though. Cause she'll like turn on the engine. She'll turn the key, which is not an engine. It's like just clicks Yeah, and she'll go opening the garage door. Yeah. So that's really cute. And I did the thing that I was most excited about for some, before we talk about yours, I would just like to note for some reason, uh, Lily hates, hates the little tykes coupe. She hates that. Does Something she, so tiny is mobile. Anything Ellie mobile related running, Lily hates it. So that's Lily's issue with that. Um, the thing that I like is I got this little princess cash register thing and I selfishly got it because I used to love when I was a kid, I used to think credit cards were so cool and like swiping credit cards. And like, I remember going to hotels with my parents when I was younger and I would be like, oh my gosh, they're gonna swipe the card. And my sister and I would pretend that we had credit card swipers cause we thought it was like so neat. Like we would use the keyboard, you know, like the long part uh -huh. of the keyboard to like swipe cards. Um, probably like my mom's like Macy's card or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some old thing, whatever. But I was like, oh my gosh, it has a credit card swiper. I think when I was a kid, I loved uh, the buttons I remember wanting to push the buttons at the ATM. Like, the ATM, my yeah. My parents would go to the drive-up ATM. Mm -hmm. Like, I always wanted to push the, the buttons. buttons. Yeah. I also liked, remember the old school um, cash registers, how they used to have the really good clicker buttons? Yeah. And it would be like produce or like whatever uh -huh. they had those buttons. Oh, those were good buttons. Anywho, so selfishly, I am buying myself toys but saying they're for my daughter anyway. So that was really fun. So that was Friday night. I went with my neighbor. It was super great. We both got a ton of stuff and it was awesome. Um, and then I was on fire working all weekend. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't think I've seen Jeff so excited. So attracted to me ever. <laughs> That's not true. That makes it sound, that makes me sound terrible. I, uh, I don't know what got into you. Because we, we do a really good job, I think, of trying to work really hard during the week. And even on chaotic weeks, we take at least the majority of the week and we try to take, to take it for ourselves and for Ellie. I think we're good at that. Well, it was all kind of dictated by you because there was a point where we were working so much on the weekends that you were like, we got to stop this. Like, we're burning out and we're not yeah. spending enough time with Ellie. Like we got to get out of the house. Like you were standing your ground with that, so okay. to speak. Um, and then this week you were like, Hey, I think we should have a working weekend. And I think for me, it just opened the floodgates of like, Oh, okay. We can work again. Like, so I was <laughs> committed, but I don't even think it was the, the work. We just had stuff to, to get caught up on. And I, yeah, I, I, think, um, I, I thought had the thought, could it be connected to the hormonal changes from all the shots that you're taking and all the stuff you're doing related to IVF? No, I think it's you. I think it's you saying that we could work this. But all I was talking about is, Hey, and when Ellie takes a nap on Saturday, normally like we'll crash out on the couch or go clean the garage or, 
you know, whatever. And all I was saying is, hey, can we sit down and talk through this stuff on Saturday? Mm-hmm. And you were, I mean, I don't think you left your little desk in the kitchen all day on Saturday and you got so much done and you were so proud. I am. I was very proud. Meanwhile, you were obsessed with the Chinese balloon thing. I was obsessed with the, I was obsessed with Moshe's coverage of the Chinese balloon thing on Instagram because he does a really good job of sharing the news and, you know, reporting the news that's, you know, going on in the, in this balloon is traveling across the United States and what to do. But he also shares and responds to the comments that he's getting and the feedback that he's getting. Cause it's Instagram. So people can reply to his stories and sometimes he asks questions and he was just doing a really good job of highlighting all of the issues that people had with the balloon. Some people were, you, you know, he was using the, the clip from Independence Day or when they, uh, the president was at that Air Force field and they just recruited anybody who had any flying experience <laughs> to get in planes. He, he used that scene over and over to talk about all of these people who were responding to him saying, we just got to take care of it. We got to shoot it down. And I, and the feet and just the, the, anger and rage that some people were feeling and then the confusion that other people were writing in and just saying, so wait, let me understand this. Balloons are weaponized now. And he was explaining that the, you know, an entire football field can live in the, Mm -hmm. whatever this balloon and it's eight miles up in the atmosphere. It was just the whole thing was just so fascinating. And and they shot it down. Cause it's weird. It's weird. And it's scary. It's frightening. And it's. Somebody had a great comment on one of Moshe's things because he did. He put the Top Gun story around the Air Force planes that yeah. were that were flying like in the uh-huh. vicinity or whatever. And someone commented on his thing, which I thought was great and said, Tom Cruise coming out of one of those planes is the least weird thing that could possibly happen in right. a situation. But I started to get. I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy and I'm also a, a person who, um, you got a tinfoil hat in your closet. Yeah. What about random things. So I do have some <laughs> random thoughts, but, but I just choose to believe that the government as a whole, this is not a political statement against one administration or another. Cause I think we have to offer those disclaimers, um, uh, these days. I believe that the government as a whole knows more than we do. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. And, and when, when it was, when the decision was made by members of the, the senior military, whatever, to not shoot it down over the, over land, I'm, I, I, that worried, I, I felt like I was alone in my worry about that. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I think a lot of people worry about it. Not because I was worried that it was going to be gathering intel as it traveled across the U.S. Because what did they think was going to happen when they shot it? I, you was, know, what I'm saying that mm-hmm. that's that was my concern. I don't think there there there's enough. The chances of it hitting 
something is probably slim. I don't know. It just, that weirded me out. I was thinking, and I always think this, if there's some sort of like, you know, like white house involved thing going on, I always think I'm like, I wonder what Jeb Bartlett would do. From the West Wing. From the West Wing. And then I think about like, I'm like, oh man, I miss the West Wing. And then I think about, um, you know, I'm like, what would CJ say? What would she be telling people? Like, What would CJ Craig say? Yeah. Yeah. What would CJ Craig say? What about CMC Bourne? Um, and Josh Lyman, I mean, what are they doing? That's like how the government operates in my head. But I, I feel like this would have been a thing if it was the West wing where situation room, situation room, but where nobody other than the president and Leo would have known what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they would have had to say things like CJ, you just got to go out there and feel the questions, but we can't tell you anything. Yeah. It would have been one of those. Yeah. So I I have any sense. I, I mean, I follow the story through. Saturday, and then they they shot it down off of uh, the coast of Myrtle Beach, and they were sending um, boats in to retrieve it to, so they could examine it. Um, I don't know if they got it or not. I, I kind of fell off following it, but I'll pick, I'll pick it back up. But it was just, I don't, yeah, the whole thing was bizarre. In lighter news, uh, I will uh, stand by, and this is worth saying again, I will stand by the boxed cake hack that we talked about on this podcast maybe a year and a half ago. Jeff made me a box cake at Ellie's request um, because Ellie really wanted to make a cake with sprinkles for her mom, which is very sweet. Um, And Jeff did the fancy cake thing where you make a couple of substitutions in with a cake. The ingredients for- The mix, why can I not say that? The cake box, the cake mix that comes in a box. You can add things to it to make it a little more like- it's not really even adding anything to it. It's um, it's to all the box cakes. The ingredients are eggs, oil, water, and then the powder mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and the suggestion is you replace water with milk. Mm-hmm. In however many eggs they ask for, you ask you add one more, and it's a game changer. It was super rich. Yeah, in a it good was, way. It was a game changer. It was so decadent that Callie saw me drink the first glass of milk in our entire relationship. When is the last time you had a glass of milk? Yeah. I mean, you would have been around. So it's been at least a decade. I never, ever would have thought that I would have seen Jeff Dollar open the fridge, get milk, because he doesn't like milk, get milk and pour it into a glass. I just don't understand how you could not like milk, but then crave milk when you're eating something like that. Um, Like, I feel like if you don't like milk, you just don't like milk. I don't dislike it. It's just that on a list of beverages, it's so close to the bottom. Was it, did it hit the spot? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. And we keep it ice cold in our fridge. So yeah. like ice cold milk. Mm. It, it was so good. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Scientists have finally figured out a way to weigh rainbows, and it turns out rainbows are pretty light. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. If you're thinking that it's too late to get something from Perky Prince 
on their website in time for Valentine's Day, you're wrong. Now, the physical item might not arrive in time for Valentine's Day, but a digital download of what that item looks like will be delivered to you so you can put that in a card. And what a way to stretch out the excitement of Valentine's Day a few extra days. I actually think that's really awesome because you get the, oh my gosh, here's what it is. And then you get a good mail day. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Both at the same time. I'm into it. Get 10% off of your order when you go to perkyprints.com and then at checkout, enter the code UPSIDE. That's for anything on their website, perkyprints.com, code UPSIDE at checkout. Callie loves our Caraway kitchenware. It's a brand new year. And if you've been thinking about upgrading your kitchenware, your pots, your pans, your bakeware, etc., Caraway is the way to go. Non-toxic kitchenware that looks great. Callie loves it because it's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it looks really, really pretty sitting on the stove. All sets come equipped with easy access storage solution. No stacking is required. Gone are the days of missing lids. and Gone are the days of having to hide your pots and pans because they don't look good. Caraway is talking about form, function, beauty, as well as practical non-toxic cooking surfaces. And because you're an Upside listener, you can go to carawayhome.com Upside10 and get 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to Upside listeners. So go to carawayhome.com Upside10 or use code Upside10 when you check out. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Our friends at Cozy Earth are adding products left and right. Every time I go on their site, I feel like I see something new or they have a new color of something. And it's always like a fun little surprise to go see what's new on their website. They've got a ton of new things coming in February. Check it out and get our discount. All you have to do is go to CallieandJeff.com slash Cozy, the discount applies to everything. That's the sheets, that's the towels, that's the robes, that's the pajamas, all and all of it. Everything that's cozy is 40% off. And just a reminder that that discount shows up when you're actually about to check out. So very end. Yep, at the very end. Promise it'll be there if you start at Callieandjeff.com slash cozy. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. One of the things that Callie got at this consignment sale, toy-wise, were uh, oversized Legos. I mean, I don't think they're Lego. They're not Lego brand. They're like... Knockoff brand. Yeah. But, but they're giant, you know? And... Mega blocks, I think is what they're called. There is something so therapeutic about kids' toys. I walked into our living room this weekend and Ellie was taking her nap and Jeff was building with those mega block things. And what did I build? You built, well, you said you built a church. How did it look? Awesome. It was beyond church. It was a cathedral mm -hmm. with no plans, no nothing. I just started building, started building. And I looked at this, some of the curved shapes. And I'm like, this to me looks like the bell towers on uh, like an old European cathedral mm -hmm. or um callie said it looked like the oldest building on most college campuses yes you know with the clock tower whatever uh and then the next day i built a um train station with a little tunnel to go through it 
because Ellie wanted a tunnel wow. to go through the middle of it. And it just, it feels, coloring books, therapeutic. I also those don't, well. Those magnet tile things. Mm -hmm. I could play with those all night. Yeah, I could too. It's so nice. It's so relaxing. I also feel like Legos would not be as relaxing because don't Legos click. These just slide together. Yeah. The, I think there's something about the consistency of them and mm -hmm. like the slide. And the, leg, the Legos are small and easy to lose and they're sharp edged. The, everything about these, you could nap with them. You could have napped with my, with my mega block cathedral. I am going to put your mega block cathedral on your desk so you can play with it during your work day. Which um, might end up backfiring because I might not get any work done. That's true. All right, here are your three random things for today. Number one, uh, a guy who is playing in the Super Bowl. Callie and I were talking about the Super Bowl yesterday. Neither one of us had any idea who is playing in the Super Bowl. I have no clue. Who, couldn't even venture a guess as to who is in the Super Bowl. Um, I also did not know that it was not yesterday. Uh, right, yeah. I just, yeah, I thought it was like early February. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyways, one of the uh, teams is the Philadelphia Eagles. And, oh. Yeah. Um, and say that because my best friend, Chrissy's <clears throat> husband, is obsessed with the Eagles. Paul, you must be excited. Um, so one of the players, uh, a guy named Jason Kelsey, uh, has a wife who on the day of the Super Bowl next Sunday or this coming Sunday, I guess, um, will be 38 weeks pregnant. So her guest at the Super Bowl, it's not a joke, it's actually brilliant, is her OBGYN. That's awesome. And so, so smart. So if something happens, because think about it, right? Can't excitement and, mm -hmm. and just enter, you can go into labor. Yeah. Doesn't that happen if people get into, you know, fender benders or something and just the adrenaline rush yeah. sends you into labor if you're that far along. So the OBGYN will be right there in case uh, the baby decides to show up during the Super Bowl. Your second random thing is James Cameron did a scientific experiment to finally get to the bottom of the question that everyone has been asking him for years, which is could Jack have lived if he had gotten on the Titanic huh. door with Rose. So what they did was they hired two stunt people similar in height and weight to like Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. And um, they went through a bunch of different scenarios. One of them was where Jack uh, was given Rose's life jacket. Um, and that is the one that wound up working. So, so he's on the, he just held on to the door, but he wore Rose's life jacket. Yeah. 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 Um, so if yeah. Jack, the problem is if Jack lived, there's no movie. So James Cameron, it was in his best interest for Jack to die. Yeah. Jack, he, he should have just made it a smaller door. Right. And then it just, or, or a plank or a plank deck chair. Mm -hmm. Just something mm -hmm. smaller. Something smaller. I wonder if that's one of those things where so many people have asked about it that he's like, oh my God, I wish I would have done. Yeah. I wish I would have picked something else. Has anyone ever done that Halloween costume of a door floating over their head and dressing like Jack looking up at it? That is in very poor taste. Um, oh, by the way, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, Jack doesn't make it. All right. And then you're third. If you haven't seen the movie that came out in 1997. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, all right. And then your third random thing uh, is 
Singles who are on a bad date, guess how long they give it before they ditch? 10 minutes. No, not that quick. Mm. Before they fake a phone call from a friend or, you know, a a boss who needs them to come into the office real quick. Mm -hmm. 51 minutes. I I thought most people just ride it out. Don't they? Um, I didn't. I faked sick once because the guy was so horrible. I was like, what I made him? What made him horrible? He asked me where I wanted to go to dinner. Then when we got there, sat down and ordered ordered our drinks. He's like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't. This isn't where I wanted to go. So he took me to the country club that his parents, I assume, were members of, and it was so stuffy. And then the whole time, like, where was your original place? Do you remember? I forget. I can't remember, but the whole time, but he gave me a choice. He's like, do you want to go here or here? So it's not like it wasn't one of the choices. He gave me a choice. And the one I chose, we got our drinks and then he's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. And then we went to, um, this really stuffy country club and he was talking about his money and clothes. Yes. So much. Of course he was. As soon as the salads were on the plate, I was like, or on the table, I was like, I feel sick. Can you take me home? Cause he was that horrible. I was like, I cannot listen to this for five more minutes. I am going to scream or ask the people at the table next to me to stab take me, me home. Can oh my you, God. It was please, so bad. Can you drive me home or can you stab me in my ears with my fork? Oh my God. The same. Yeah. I just can't even, I, yeah. I wonder what happened to him. I should look him up cause I knew his name but he was horrible and so self-involved. And I was just like, I don't care about any of this. Also don't ask my opinion if you don't want it. I don't remember. um, Or I know I I don't ever remember leaving a date early because it was terrible, but I do remember someone bailing on you. No, I'm sure that happened a million times. Um, But I do remember being on, it wasn't even an official date date. It was just, I've told you this story. I love this story. Um, it was just two single people meeting at a bar kind of last minute. And she told this story that she built up. She was talking about finding strong, positive female role models. Because Oh, she, I love this story. She was just starting her business. And she, the buildup was as though she was going to reveal that Ruth um, Bader Ginsburg, right? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, somebody like that has just agreed to have lunch with her or Oprah Winfrey or Sarah Blakely from Spanx. Like she's building up this epic that I have found my person and I'm going to emulate them in their career beginning to end. And then she hits me with Christina Aguilera. Which, no disrespect to Christina. Didn't you laugh at her? I laughed out loud because I thought she was joking. (laughs) I thought she was going to say, hi, just kidding. I meant Sarah Blakely. But she didn't. She was 100% serious and then proceeded to talk to me for what felt like two years of my life about the different the trajectory of, of Christy Aguilar's career and Mm -hmm. how she went from, you know, this person to this person, this person, and all this is what... And it's fine. No disrespect to the career, to Christina Aguilera or her career or everything that she's accomplished and every penny that she's earned. But her buildup was so... Overly dramatic. Yes. 
this person has changed my life and changed the lives of millions of other women. And did her business do well? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. No, it didn't. Yeah. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Jeff got my car cleaned last week. It's so clean. It's amazing. And I feel like this is the start, the real start of my October Lutions. <laughs> my main October Lutions was to keep my car nice and tidy. Yeah. Um, no, what I did was dump everything out of the car before he, before you washed it. Yeah. So I got to figure out a way to like get what I need back in my car and also get all the stuff and find places for it, you know, to make it official. But I can tell you that that stuff is not going back in my car. And I really am going to try to keep a clean car from this point out. Didn't it feel like it ran better? Every time, every time I get my car cleaned and I mean, not me going to the car wash and using the free vacuum ahead of time. But when you actually pay someone to wipe off the dashboard and vacuum in the crevices and stuff, a hundred percent convinced that I have better gas mileage. My tires feel newer, whatever squeak or creak that happened beforehand just vanishes. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's great. It's like getting a new car. Callie Jeff, it is Steve from Apopka. It is Friday. And on the segment on today's show about real estate prices, there is an Instagram account, Zillow Gone Wild, and you will see some absolutely crazy Zillow postings. And Jeff, I know you're a Publix fanboy like myself. The Publix here in Apopka has Nashville hot chicken tenders, pretty close to what you get at Hattie Bees in Nashville. Keep up the good work. Bye. Are you one of those people who is just confused about life insurance, who just doesn't understand exactly what it is, how it works, but you know you need it, especially if you have a growing family? Well, I have a suggestion. Stop putting it off and finally get life insurance today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance in less than 10 minutes. Know this, it takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered life insurance coverage instantly with no health exam required. And they've got a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you can cancel at any time if you don't love your experience with Fabric. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. M-E-E-T fabric, F-A-B-R-I-C dot com slash upside. Policies are issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Meetfabric.com slash upside. Hi, guys. Um, I just had to pause the show because you guys were talking about Callie being sad and Ellie being sad and Jeff being like, I don't know what to do. Um, I'm an only child, and I can see my dad feeling the same way as Jeff as a teenager, and my mom and I pretty much being carbon copies of one another, and he would just, like, retreat to his office for a couple hours while we sorted out whatever we needed to. Peace be with you, Jeff, because there is a seven-year-old man in Atlanta who 100% understands how you feel. 
<laughs> Good luck. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys. I am laughing, Jeff, with the whole female two in the house. You got one upstairs and one upstairs. Sad and neither know why. So I hope nobody rails on you. We're women. We all know that we get emotional and sometimes we don't know why we're sad. It is hysterical. My daughter woke up like that this morning and looked like she was going to cry, but doesn't want to talk. So we are who we are and <laughs> you just made me laugh. So I hope it all goes well and hopefully you don't end up in a house full of all women one day with uh, your next little one. Love the show. Bye. I just have to share how much I love the February show clothes. It's fantastic and spot on. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, um, just calling about the lucky girl syndrome. I think you guys are way overthinking it. It has nothing to do with how hardworking you are or, you know, how worthy you are of things. It's literally lucky. Like there's no traffic or I got the best parking spot or my flight wasn't delayed. So uh, I think you guys are overthinking that one. Hey guys, I'm a little behind with your episodes. I just listened to January 31st. Um, just thought of something. People are not into the Takeaway Tuesday. People are really into Ellie talking. Why don't you do something like Toddler Talk Tuesdays with Ellie and have her say, I don't know, have her say something, anything. You could even have her say a takeaway. <laughs> Just a thought. Bye. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest, that's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.